on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bank road. Can't fold, doesn't know. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Priscilla, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality, guys. Today, we have Andy and DJ. Cruise the motherfucking internet. That's right. And that's what we're going to do. Cruise the internet for you guys uh, who are new to the show. We have many new listeners every single episode because we're fucking awesome. Um, means that we put up the current events on the cruise the internet. That's what the fuck it means. We put up headlines on the, on the screen here. We talk about them. We make fun of them. We talk about them some more and make fun of them some more. And that's how the show goes, okay? Uh, then other times when you tune in, we have Q&AF. Q&AF is you get to ask your questions and I will give you the answer. It's very simple. The way you get your questions answered on the show is you can either submit your questions to... Guys, email those questions in to askandy at andyforsella.com. Or you can actually drop your questions in the comments on the Q&AF episodes on YouTube. Uh, for us to go through and review for the show. Now, if you ask stupid questions, they probably won't get answered. But if you ask good questions, we'll answer them. Sometimes you tune in, we have real talk. Real talk is like what we did yesterday. It's basically like a 10 to 5, 10, 20 minute real talk, okay, of what I think needs to be heard. That was very popular, by the way. People love that. They haven't heard that in a while. The real talk show. Yeah. Yeah. I felt good doing it. It felt fucking, I felt like it was like therapy for me. Yeah. You know? Anyway, then we have full length. The full length is where we sit down with a guest, we have a conversation, uh, and it's very much so like you have seen on many other interview style podcasts. We do have a fee for the show. The fee is very simple. Share the show, all right? I don't run ads on the show, meaning no other company pays me to talk about their shit on the show, which means I don't have to answer to anybody, and it's very authentic. These are my thoughts, my views, my opinions, and I'm comfortable standing on them. I'm not manipulated by anyone else, okay? And in exchange for that authenticity that I think I bring, that I don't think very many people bring, if any other people bring, uh, I ask that you share the shit. It's that simple. So if it helped you, if it made you feel good, if it gave you a new perspective, if it taught you something you didn't know, if it made you laugh, it entertained you, if it was good fucking content and it wasn't a waste of your fucking time, I ask that you please share the show. All right. So what we got? Yeah, I got some crazy shit. I was thinking about this, man. It's like, you know, I think the true value of, of the CTI episode itself is like the like how we are able to really connect the dots for people. Because, bro, there's so much misinformation, disinformation shit, right? But like when you like pull these little dots piece by piece together, like I think that like there's a tremendous amount of value in that, man. Well, obviously, the show's a lot of speculation. Okay, like I don't fu- like yeah. a, lot, that, a lot of people who watch the show. They don't understand or listen to the show. They don't understand like I'm using my critical thinking brain that has made me very successful entrepreneur at a pretty young age, okay, to handle this problem for everybody, Yeah. okay? I understand that the normal, you know, person who works a regular job doesn't have time to dig into this shit, Mm -hmm. but I I think what it is, bro, is that most people just fucking want to hear one piece. They're so conditioned now to hearing one piece of data, one piece of information, one headline that goes uh, against what it is they believe. Mm -hmm. And they make this total snap judgment on the entire picture based upon that. And that's why we are where we are because they've conditioned humanity to be highly uh, malleable when it comes to manipulation because they react emotionally immediately and they will put the... It's more important to them to look and appear as if they know than it is to actually be educated and know. And know it, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, well, that's the apathy aspect of it, though, right? It's because people have just taken the the seat back and, and put all of their fucking trust and their entire, you know, livelihoods in the hands of you know people with a bunch of letters behind their names. They've taken that step back, and and and, and so instead of well, taking isn't that, that reasonable? I mean, part of it is. I mean, isn't it reasonable for us? To, like, I think to have it's that reason- trust? I think yeah. it's reasonable in America that we should be able. Like, when I was growing up as a kid, like um, when I say kid, under twenty years old. Yeah. When we watched the news, we got the fucking news. Okay. When 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 the uh, the Surgeon General came on TV and said, "Hey, man, this this shit here is poison." Guess mm-hmm. what? It was fucking poison. Like we were told the truth at least. 
to an extent. I'm sure we were lied to about foreign affairs and relations and taxes and all this shit like we are now. No, for sure. But there was at least trust there. Yeah. And there is a reasonable expectation for us in this country and the citizens of the world to believe their governments are telling them the truth and have their best interests in mind. And that is not the case right now, not just here in the United States, but globally. Mm-hmm. All right. So we, we as citizens of the earth have a reasonable expectation that we should be able to trust that information. And I think what we're dealing with is a couple different things. One, we're dealing with people who still haven't realized that even though they should be able to believe those things, that they cannot. Right. And two, we're dealing with people who love to be right all the time. Okay. They want to stand at the water cooler at their office and be the person who knows all the shit. When in reality, bro, you don't know a fucking thing. Okay. And we're dealing with that. And that was evident in the fucking pandemic Mm -hmm. when all these people were accusing everybody of being a baby killer and a fucking menace to society. And 50% of the Democrats were saying that people who weren't vaccinated should be removed from society. 40 something percent were saying they should get their kids taken away. 30 something percent said they should be in fucking jail. Okay. That's evidence of a bunch of groupthink from people who cannot think for themselves outside of what they are told to think. Mm -hmm. And these powers that be in the world are using that. They take advantage of that. Yes. And so, dude, we have to understand, first off, that these people, the government, the media, these people are not our fucking friends, bro. Mm -hmm. These organizations, the World Health Organization, the World Economic Forum, none of these people represent our interests at all. They tell us they represent our interests, They trick us to go along with whatever plan they have saying it's in our interest, but who continues to benefit and who continues to suffer? Mm -hmm. We continue to suffer and they continue to benefit. They get richer, richer, richer. We get poorer, poorer, poorer. It gets easier and easier and easier for them. It gets harder and harder and harder for us. And that is the, the fundamental reality that people have to understand. We are no longer represented by people who actually represent us as it's supposed to be. If you take the Constitution of the United States of America and you fucking look at it, okay, and then you look at what the government is doing, those two things are not even in the... Bro. And haven't been for a long time. This is fucking football. This is fucking keeping up with the Kardashians. Like, it's not even a sport. Like, we're looking at two completely different concepts. Two completely different concepts. They They do not align. And this is the case for nearly every government across the entire globe right now, because we have been subverted on a global scale. We have been lied to on a global scale. We have been manipulated on a global scale. And until people wake up, rise up and demand that to change, it's going to get worse and worse and worse. These people have no intention of ever stopping oppressing the people of this planet. Well, you saw what just happened in Peru, bro. I don't know if I did. Oh, bro, there was there was a whole fucking coup, right? In Peru, in Peru. But the thing was, like, the guy that was in there, he was a fucking, you know, loved his country, loved his people. They threw him out, locked his ass up, and installed this woman. And guess who the woman's affiliated with? You know what I'm saying? Like, like they keep doing this shit. Who? Uh, the World Economic Forum. Yeah. So, so if they're willing to do those things, we're talking about uh, countries. Bro. Hold like, on, it's bro. crazy. If they're willing to do those things. When is it, when are we as citizens of the world going to wake up and realize that they are not going to peacefully remove themselves? In fact, they are willing to do whatever the fuck they have to do. And the reason they are willing to do whatever they have to do is because they are riding the motherfucking tiger. And do you know what happens when you ride a tiger? When you ride a tiger, you can't get off the fucking tiger. They are all in. What happens to you when you fall off the tiger that you're trying to ride? It fucking eats you. Okay? So we have an entire situation where everybody in the world can see clearly what's happening for the most part. Anybody with a critical mind. And then we have a situation where these people don't care if you fucking see it because they know if they get off, they're fucking dead. Right. They have no choice. Yeah. So the, the question's going to become... What the fuck are we going to do about it? Mm-hmm. And nobody wants to talk about that. Everybody wants to keep talking about, you know, oh, it'll change. It'll change. It'll change. It'll change. 
We'll get them in the next election. Motherfucker, our elections aren't fucking real. Not anymore. Mm -mm. They're not real. Okay? So we're going to have to come to an understanding of what it's going to take to actually demand these people fucking, uh, or whatever, whatever it's going to take to get these people out. The response that I continue to say and continue to have is that it doesn't need to be violent. It needs to be cultural. Mm -hmm. Okay? Cultural change will make it so those people have no fucking power. When we are independent, when we are healthy, when we are fit, when we are financially well off, when we are setting an example in our schools, in our neighborhoods, when we are doing all of these things, it makes it impossible for them to get their way because they can't propagate their bullshit onto an intelligent people. The people of the world have gotten fucking lazy. They've gotten, they've gotten too trusting. They've taken things for granted. And because of that, many of the systems in the world are now being abused by these people who, who don't care whether or not people die, whether they get sick, whether they fuck, it doesn't matter. They don't care. And like the only thing that's holding back a complete world revolution from happening is that the people who are of the mass number, the fucking 8 billion good people on the planet against the 2,000, 3,000 truly evil fucks on the planet, the only thing that's holding them back is that these people still believe that these people here are playing by some kind of rule set. Mm -hmm. They're not. They're not going to stop. There are no, there's zero rules. They're, they're not going to stop, bro. They'll lie. They'll cheat. They'll steal. They'll kill. They'll kill your fucking kids. They'll do anything that they fucking can to get their fucking way. These people do not think like us. They do not behave like us. We, as good people, will sit here and be like, why would they do that? Mm -hmm. Like, why, why would you only care about yourself and your own uh, ability to control the populace of the earth? Like, what gives you that right to make those decisions for the entire population of the planet? Yeah. You have to think. These people, do not, they do not see us as equals. Well, the problem is, too, Andy, like, is the longer that we get caught up on why would they do that or what, they're, gonna, they, they're still doing their shit. <laughs> dude, dude, they, they don't think like that. Yeah. They think only about control, only about power. And tyranny and control never stop themselves. Mm -mm. They never stop themselves. So we have to ask ourselves as citizens of the fucking earth, what are we going to do to stop this shit? Because these people won't stop. They're not going to stop. It's going to continue to get harder. It's going to continue to get worse. It's going to continue to get more oppressive. And that's the point. That's the point. Mm -hmm. um, so let's knock this out. Guys, remember, if you want to see any of these articles, pictures, headlines, videos, go to andyforsella.com. Uh, you can check. You know, the there. truth is, dude, I was thinking about this. I was actually with Greitens last night. He came over to the house. Yeah, I got we, some shit for that. Too. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. We were talking, him and I were talking, we were talking about all this stuff. And, you know, we are actually, we are actually in a, in a pretty unique position as human beings because while these people are causing chaos and damage, they are counting on at the bottom of the chaos and damage for us to beg for their solution and to accept it. But the truth is we don't have to accept it. Mm -mm. We can choose to see this as an opportunity for all of humanity, especially Americans here to actually redraw and redesign the country, the way it's supposed to be. Okay. We need new thought processes. Like the things I've talked about recently on the shows where I'm talking about how the tax system is oppressive, mm -hmm. the medical system is fucked up, the policing is fucked up, uh, <clears throat> the school system, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. When I talk about these things, we actually have the, an opportunity now to really gain people's attention to understanding that we could redesign America in a way that it's intended to be mm -hmm. right now. Okay. So we don't have to accept what these people think and we don't have to accept the Republican plan and the Democrat plan, the two sides of the same coin. We don't have to accept that because while they're burning the shit down, it's going to have to be rebuilt. And how should it be rebuilt? Maybe it should be rebuilt in the ideals of a truly free society, a truly free Republic that what America was designed to be lined out by the, the official founding documents of this country with the ideas that are more modern as well. 
Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we have a chance to update the ideology of America right now and redesign this country. And if you don't think that there's people out there looking for a different solution than left or right or fucking communism, which is what they're trying to impose on us on a global scale, bro, you're fucking crazy. Because everybody you talk to, bro, even the Democrats, they're like, I feel politically homeless. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Well, maybe all of the politically homeless people should get together and build a fucking new home. Yeah. Maybe we could do that. We could do that if we stop calling each other racist and stop calling each other misogynist and stop calling each other all the names and dividing and hating and all this shit. We could maybe get together and design something better than it's ever fucking been. In fact, I think that's actually the real solution of this whole thing. I think the solution here is that we need to get some smart motherfuckers together and we need to build a movement that starts from the ground up that demands that America actually become the way it's supposed to be and get rid of all this corruption and all these fucking, these, this, this just disgusting cesspool of theft and crime and fucking corruption on the behalf of the quote unquote elite, which truly aren't the elite. The elite fucking people of this country are the working class motherfuckers that build this fucking country every single fucking day. Okay. Like I hate, I hate even calling them elite. They're not fucking elite. Not a single one of those motherfuckers out there knows what it's like to sit in an emergency room for fucking seven fucking hours and have their fucking kids still not be seen like that construction worker I talked about on a few shows ago. Yeah. Not a single one of them knows that. Not a single one of them knows what it's like to truly get their ass beat by the system because they are the fucking system. And I think it's long due, long overdue that we, the people in this country, take that shit back and make it fucking ours. That's my opinion. That's where I think we need to go. So when we say, oh, it's Republican, it's Democrat, you guys are arguing fucking peasant level argument. We need to be thinking bigger. We need to be thinking better. And we need to be thinking forward instead of going back to 2019 or 2005, when in reality, like Ian Smith said when he was on the show, we were ignorant. Mm -hmm. We didn't know that all these things were, that were happening. So we didn't know that, that to correct them. Like, bro, I used to think that it was actually a privilege to pay tax, okay? And I would think that. I would think that. If you knew. If they were doing point. the right yeah. things with the tax money. But they're not. They're not even trying. And in fact, they're trying to make it worse. So like we, as this generation of people on this planet, are presented with a, a unique opportunity to literally redesign the way things are right now. Those motherfuckers don't have the power. It's real simple. Turn this shit off. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they only have so much fucking power, bro. That's how they plug you in. We, we think yeah, they have the it problem. all, but they don't have any of it the minute we say, hey, fuck you. Mm -hmm. Enough of us says fuck you. Yeah, that's what needs to happen. Yeah. I mean, dude, look, how much better would the fucking world, like, how much better would this country truly look if we had a tax system that was only 15% for real? And then with and those tax dollars, lining their pockets with the shit, dude, that, dude, with those tax dollars, they take the fucking money and put it into the infrastructure of this country the way they're supposed to. What if we eliminated all the corruption in Washington, D.C.? What if we eliminated all the bureaucracy in every single government office? What if we eliminated all of these things? What if we eliminated that the fucking bureaucracy in the healthcare system, in the police force? The lobbying. Dude. I mean, fuck. Dude, we could clean this shit completely up and set our country up for the next 250 fucking years. We have the opportunity to fucking do that right now. We do. The people listening to this show, the people watching this show, the, the people all over the world. Like, dude, we have that opportunity to do that globally. Bro, I think that's a litmus test, too, because like, why isn't more why why aren't more people you know some people even running for office why aren't they talking about bro that if type someone were to come along if someone because people can't think it's hard for people to think outside the system dude. yeah this this is this is like if you're only given a and b and you don't understand that there's a c you can't pick it but there is a c and they don't want you to know that there's a c mm -hmm. right and so like dude well, it's either that or like they have no intentions in actually fixing anything. If a candidate, anything. literally for 2024, I'm talking in two fucking years, if a candidate ran on what I'm talking about and they said, hey, look, dude, I don't, I'm not touching social issues. I'm not, I'm not here for the abortion issue. I'm not here for this issue or that issue. 
I'm here to totally reform the structure of government, remove the corruption, reduce the taxes, get our budget aligned, get everything moving smoothly again and fairly again, and ensure that reforming our justice up. system, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, to make it actually functional. And that is all I'm here to do. That is all I'm here to do. And when that is fucking done, I am going to disappear into obscurity, mm -hmm. okay, and go live my life instead of becoming a career politician, fucking egomaniac motherfucker. If we had a candidate or an organization that ran on that, they would fucking dominate because everybody understands what that means when they, if they, if they are of critical thinking. Left, right, black, white, yes. doesn't fucking matter. Yes, yeah. yes. We need a new fucking plan. We need a new fucking America. And we need one that represents what this place is supposed to represent. The thing that the 80% of the people in the middle actually know is right and want. That's what we need. Yeah. These fucking far right motherfuckers and these far left motherfuckers, they can fuck right off. All the way off. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Well, let's get into this, man. Let's, and by the uh, way, everything's far right. Yeah. Well, according, I mean, if you ask them, right? Right. Let's get into this, man. Let's kick it off with headline number one. <clears throat> headline number one reads, uh, my fault alone, Jack Dorsey takes blame for scandals revealed in Twitter files. Uh, just a little quick update. So the article reads, Twitter co-founder Jack Dorsey has taken full responsibility uh, for the social media platform's uh, many failings, admitting he, quote, completely gave up pushing back against powerful activists in the company. Uh, the site's former CEO took full blame in a blog, giving his take on the Twitter files, uh, which he uh, which have exposed a series of extraordinary behind the scenes maneuvers, buckling to political pressure, starting with censoring the post exclusive exposés um, on the Hunter Biden laptop. Uh, he now believes that Twitter uh, would have stuck to three core principles uh, or should have stuck to three core principles, including keeping the company out of controlling posts and algorithms, spreading them, uh, and being, quote, resilient to corporate and government control. Quote, the Twitter, when I led it, and the Twitter of today do not meet any of these principles, Dorsey admitted. Uh, he says, quote, this is my fault alone, as I completely gave up uh, pushing for them when an activist entered our stock in 2020, he wrote. I planned my exit at the moment, knowing I was no longer right for the company. He wrote of this uh, of his resignation just a year ago. Uh, Dorsey did not identify the activist, but the timing matches when investor Paul Singer's Elliott Management took a $1 billion stake and started moving, uh, started moves to oust him as a CEO. In his confessional, uh, which he admitted was too long to share in full on the platform, he found it. Uh, Dorsey decried the dangerous attacks on his former colleagues. So uh, the three core principles are there, right? Um, and this is coming out at the same time. If we remember, folks, just a week ago, uh, you know, Dorsey tried to hide under the rug and say he had no idea about any of the shit that was going on. And now he's taking full responsibility. Um, and at the same time, uh, this article comes out, uh, says the FBI may have violated First Amendment with Twitter moderation requests. Exports, uh, experts warn. Um, there's no might. There's no maybe. No, they fucking did. They absolutely fucking did. Um, and it wasn't just that. It's no. not just Hunter. Look, dude. There's so much we, more. We, if Elon Elon needs to release this all of this shit, okay? This shit of like, oh, here's today's episode, and here's today's, and here's today's, trying to milk it the fuck out. Bro, you need to let it fucking rip, because people deserve to know the truth, Yeah. okay? And I understand that this is keeping Twitter relevant, and I understand it's getting more people on the platform, and I understand that it's keeping the attention and spotlight on you and what you're doing. I fucking get that, bro. But this shit needs to come out because if they continue to push the way they're pushing, there will be no recovery. And anybody that know if if I know this shit, Elon definitely knows this shit. Yeah. Okay. My IQ is a fucking booger compared to fucking <laughs> uh, Elon's. So if I understand what the fuck is going on and that this shit needs to be out, or or they're going to progress, bro. Who's to say? Now, I don't know. You might have this in the show. I don't know. But who's to say that they're not going to drop another pandemic on us? Who's, no. who's to say that it won't actually kill people this time? And who's to say that they won't use that 
to actually round up all the people that resisted the first time because they're a danger to society. Look at all the people are getting killed by all the the pandemic deniers. Right. They denied COVID. Now look at what they're doing. You gotta expose that COVID shit now. Dude, yeah. this shit has to come out now because you're giving them opportunity to do what they already have done. Yeah. And by the way, who ran a fucking new pandemic exercise just the other week? Not who, WHO, who. <laughs> no. I mean who? Oh, yeah, Bill Gates. Yeah. But I'm saying it was in coordination with who? I know that. Yeah. But Bill Gates is on TV mm-hmm. two years ago looking at Melinda Gates saying, well, if they don't believe it this time, they'll definitely believe it next time. Mm-hmm. I, what do they call the thing? Seers or something like that? Yeah. I, it, it, but the, you get my point. I get it. Every, every day Elon delays releasing the fucking information we're giving them another day's opportunity to fucking ruin humanity. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, and like, they're trying, like, we know it was a, like, they work together. We know it, right? We know our own fucking government violated our own fucking rights. Just get with the shit. Like, let's, let's just expose it. And dude, the crazy thing is like, you know, the White House, this article reads on uh, the White House on Friday, said it had no involvement in pressuring Twitter to censor information uh, and that no one had been in contact with Baker before his firing. Uh, quote, it's up to private companies to make these types of decisions. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre insisted, quote, we were not involved. I can say that we were not involved. Um, yet here's a video of uh, Jen Psaki back from July of 2021 uh, saying the opposite. Big issue of misinformation, specifically on the pandemic. In terms of actions, Alex, that uh, we have taken or we're working to take, I should say, from the federal government, uh, we've increased uh, disinformation research and tracking uh, within the Surgeon General's office. We're flagging problematic posts for Facebook uh, that spread disinformation. We're working with doctors and medical professionals to connect uh, to connected medical experts with popular with popular who are popular with their audiences with uh, with accurate information and boost trusted content. So we're helping get trusted content out there. Yeah, they they didn't they didn't work with them at all, you know. And of course, CNN's not saying anything about it. Uh, you can't even find Twitter files on their fucking search uh, on their website. Um, MSNBC, you know, they're focused on the possible connection between Chinese manipulation and trying to fearmonger that. So they're saying that Chinese China is actually manipulating Twitter in the release of this information, right? So, you know that, bro. These people are fucking traitors, bro. And that's the thing, man. It's so obvious. And I think, like, and when you combine the both sides and you see what where the dots lie, man, it's painfully obvious. It's painfully obvious. Yeah, it's painfully obvious to you and me who do a show on this every single day and have for the last three years straight. It's painfully obvious to us. It is not painfully obvious to the average human out there who has to work and take care of their kids and do all this shit. Bro, you couldn't even process all the information at one time. Like, it's hard for us. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's true. So, like, you can't, like, really fault people for not understanding. But what I can definitely fault people is, is like, hey, when smart motherfuckers are telling you what's going on, you should fucking listen. Yeah. So, Elon needs to release this shit. You know what? Yeah. I'm sure he has a strategy for why he's not doing it all at once. But, like, dude, it makes me fucking nervous. What happens if something happens to him? Hmm. What happens if they flip the internet off? What happens if they fucking shut his site now and take, like, who... What happens? The shit needs to come out, bro. And any of you guys listening to this show who understand this corruption and maybe you're part of one of these organizations, the time to come out is right now Mm. because we may not get another opportunity, dude. Like if they, I truly believe, I continue to stand by this. They're going to create a world distraction. It's going to be a war. It's going to be another pandemic. Bro, China and fucking India are starting. Did you see that shit? No, but it's going to be something. Yeah. Okay, because when this comes out, it's going to force them to do something that gets all of our attention off of this and onto something else. And so we they're planning that right now. They understand what they have to do to stay in power. And like I said at the beginning of the show, they don't care who dies, they don't care who they fucking kill, they don't care who they destroy. And you and, and you guys think, well, why would they not? Why would they want to destroy? Dude, these people are getting far more wealthy. It works for them. Mm-hmm. Like, do you not understand? Like, Walmart got way more wealthy. Amazon, way more wealthy. All the big tech, 
way more wealthy until the shit started coming out recently. Mm -hmm. Okay. Not all the small businesses, they were able to remove those people out of the way. The big fucking motherfuckers, the richest people on the planet were able to move the small mom and pop competition out of the way. Do, and you wonder why they do it. They do it because it works for them. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't understand. F how much money did Big Pharma make for that? B tens of billions. The most they've ever made. Yeah. Which during, only during gives the them, worst time Which of our only history. gives them more power and mm -hmm. control over everything. Yeah. So, like, dude, we as citizens of the fucking world have to start thinking more intelligently. They do want this to happen, and the reason they want this to happen is because it makes them stronger and better, and it makes you weaker and poorer. Yeah. It's, it's that simple. Yeah. It fucking works. What other fucking place can you go besides this government corrupt fucking situation we have and walk in and four years later walk out with fucking $200 million, bro? Well, I don't know, a fucking single yeah. business. I'm a business guy. Yeah. I own multiple businesses. I've been in business for 24 fucking years. And actually, if we're really counting, it's more like 30 because I was, a, I was doing business when I was in my teens, okay? I don't know of a business where you can fucking make $300 million or $200 million in fucking four years. Yeah, except for like the one. Like personally. The one in Washington, D.C. Now, I know, you can <laughs> I know you can steal that. Right. I know people have stolen that. Look at Sam Bankman. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Look, man, <laughs> I, I, I feel like a broken record Yeah, because I'm trying to get y'all to get it. And people say, well, what can we do? Well, I don't know. I've lined out what we can do for fucking three years, bro. You matter. Your fucking life matters. Your voice matters. Your actions matter on a small scale because they inspire others. And they, they get other people to raise their standard and get loud and reject this shit. Mm -hmm. And like we, this attitude of like, I don't matter or you know, it's just little old me. That's what's keeping us here. Yep. You guys think that you, could, you have to have a million fucking subscribers or fucking a million followers or have this massive podcast or presence to do the... No. The re, all those people are doing it. And it's not changing. And what needs to change is the people that, those are, that are listening, right. not just to our show, but to any show, need to start taking action in real life. And that's not just here in the United States. That's fucking everywhere. Real man, let's let's move on. Let's let's move right along. Uh, headline number two. You said the name. Let's go ahead and talk about it. And boy, do I got to catch that. What was that? I'm just saying. Oh shit, man! I'm just saying. You switching it up for real, for real? You coming to the dark side? No, this is the this is the blue side, bro. That's two shades off a of grape, bro. Off a of grape. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude. Uh, you know, I don't run ads on the show, but if I did, right? If I did. Would it be for that, though? It would definitely be for this. <laughs> <See? laughs> All right. Headline number two reads, uh, FTX founder and CEO Sam <sighs> Bakeman fried. <sighs> Sorry. Sam it's just Bakeman. so good. Sam got arrested. <laughs> Bro, did you see that he used, did you, are you going to cover what he said as his defense? The veganism shit? No, that he was, he's saying the reason that he did what he did was that he was depressed and that he suffered from anti-Semitism? No. Fucking swear, dude. I saw it today. No. Yes. I don't have that. that yeah. That's some that's some new shit for me. Yeah. That's insane. I yeah. saw that he tried so to- So you could victim your way out yeah. of stealing fucking tens of billions of dollars? Yeah. Like, that's where we are in America? That, make, that makes sense. Uh, you know, it, it does make sense. Because apparently you could shoot motherfuckers at a mass scale and then say you're mentally disturbed and you get a pass. Yeah, run them over with You get cars. to live your whole life in a fucking jail. Death, bro. Mm -hmm. if, we, if we fucking put these people to death within 48 hours that did this fucking shit, they wouldn't do it. No. If people knew that that was going to be the consequence. They wouldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah, I did see his, uh, I did, did did see him try to beg to the judge about letting him out of his jail conditions because he's a vegan and there's like maggots and rats and shit. Let him eat maggots. Main point to this story, you know, he got arrested. Um, he's in the Bahamas. They're trying to get everybody else to eat maggots. Yeah, you eat maggots. Yeah, try it out, bro. Let us yeah, know how it's it high goes. protein. Yeah, don't bitch about what you got, bro. Be thankful. There's people in other countries that are starving. Right, they only have a couple of maggots. Yeah, they don't, yeah, that's right. 
It's fucking ridiculous, man. When Klaus Schwab shows that he's eating meals of maggots for the next fucking three years straight, every fucking meal, then I'll listen to what the fuck he says about to eat. I, I Actually, I, I must say I still couldn't do that. <laughs> but I'll make you a deal, Klaus. I'll, I'll, if you eat maggots for three fucking years straight and document every single thing. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I'll, I'll listen more to what you say. <laughs> Bunch of fucking liars. Did you see the fucking segment that, uh, that Tucker did on, uh, on... The crickets? No, no, no. On the environmental hypocrisy of, of, of the green movement. Uh-uh. about how the carbon output i think it was it, i don't know i try to watch all these dudes it's impossible to do yeah but i think it was uh he said that the carbon emissions on one private flight equal the carbon emissions of an entire lifetime of driving a car and Damn. that these people all flew like all flew their fucking planes you know what i'm saying that's crazy like bro these people are full of shit they're using climate and your good heart to want to be part of saving this wonderful planet that we all get to enjoy right. against you to walk you into communism. And if you don't understand that, I don't have time to explain it, but there are two great films about mm-hmm. it. One's called Agenda. The other one's called Agenda 2, and they're on Amazon. You can go watch them. Yeah, you should. You should, man. But yeah, and like you got uh, the new CEO, uh, CEO who was brought in to, to FTX um, testifying. He's saying that it's right. just plain old embezzlement is what, he, is what he's saying. Now, here's where some dots start getting crazy, okay? So this headline, this is Bloomberg. Uh, it reads, FTX bankruptcy means that $73 million in political donations are at risk of being clawed back. At least $73 million of political donations are tied directly to FTX. The money went to Democrats and Republicans, mostly through PACs, right? Now, stay with me, guys. Okay. The wide ranging contributions from Bankman Freed and two of his top lieutenants, Ryan Salam and Nashad Singh, include more than $6 million to a super political action committee for House Democrats, $3.5 million for the GOP Senate Leadership Fund, and $3 million for a fund that backs Senate Democrats. Okay. Now, this GOP Senate Leadership Fund. Okay? I hope you're going where I think. Oh, I'm going. I'm going everywhere you think I am. This C, the, the GOP Senate Leadership Fund. Okay, I did a little digging, guys. All right. Do you remember a couple of months ago when there was an anti-Greitens pack that top spending at Missouri U.S. Senate race at the cost of about thirty million dollars? They ran thirty. I want to explain this to people okay? because we talked about this live as it went on. If you weren't following the show, then Eric Greitens, good friend of mine. Solid man. Okay. Former Navy SEAL. Mm-hmm. Former Scholar. governor of Missouri. Yeah. Okay. He's handsome. Jacked. Badass. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> this pack. Okay. Not only did the FBI. Mm-hmm. Proven in the court of law because they pled guilty. Yeah, seven counts. Make up a story while he was governor that was then put into play by a George Soros prosecutor that is here in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. They made up a scandal. They they put money behind it, and they got this dude re- to resign from being governor. Mm-hmm. Okay, they pressured him into it. Then when he runs for senator, which by the way, he was the most popular governor in the history of this fucking state. Facts. Okay. Then when he ran for Senate in the last 30 days before his primary, he, they ran $30 million of advertising in Missouri. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now Missouri is not fucking New York or California. It's fucking Missouri, bro. Yeah. In Missouri, to say that he beat his kids, which was proven in the court of law after the primary to be fucking false. Mm -hmm. And so people don't understand that these people will finance a complete made up scandal about you as many times as it takes and then suffer the consequences of a punitive lawsuit later. Because if Greitens, if Greitens sues, which he's going to, and he wins, let's say $10 million, they don't care because he's such a disruptor 
that it saves them billions of dollars in Washington. Mm-hmm. And this what is they the, stand to make. Yeah. And and so, dude, and on top this of it's crazy, bro. Here's the bigger picture, though. You guys wonder why the Republicans don't stand up for the rights of this country. These guys like Mitch McConnell mm-hmm. and these the McCarthy and all these dudes who are part of the fucking uh, establishment Republicans conservatives can't understand why they don't stand up well the reason they don't stand up is because these people are with the democrats they are just running as republicans and they do that to throw the fucking balance off even if the republicans have a majority Mm -hmm. so these people like mitch mcconnell are actually enemies of conservatives enemies of america bro. dude dude they are that's what it is they're enemies of america they're willing to take and enrich themselves to do whatever it takes for the agenda that the far left World Economic Forum communist globalist agenda to push that into service. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, not to mention this fucking super PAC, bro. It did not even exist until June 2nd, a month before the primaries. It didn't even exist. It was formed on June 2nd. Okay, now I did a little, little bit more digging. And like, just so you guys know, this is not bullshit. Okay. The Show Me Values Pack Outside Spending, okay? This is from 2022. That's when they were fucking formed, okay? This is just one of the three packs, okay, that spent the $30 million on Eric Greitens. This is just the one, okay? And initially, they had a problem uh, disclosing all their donors, okay? But the grand total spent on the federal elections, okay, was basically $8 million. It was $7.9 million, okay? Um. You dig a little bit deeper into the donors, the top donors. Remember that Senate leadership fund that, that FTX donated to? Yes, $6.5 million came from the Senate leadership fund to the super PAC, right? Which spent literally every single fucking dime to get the candidate Eric Greitens out and they achieve exactly what the fuck they wanted to achieve. Insane. People, people. This is teary. Like this is fucking no, dude, sedition. I want to tie. No, it's 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 even worse than that. These people. Okay. This is why you cannot get these people to do anything about election integrity. This is the same. They're all plugged into the same scams. Okay. They're laundering money together and re and redistributing it into their own organizations together. Then when people say, "Oh, well, the Democrats cheated." Fetterman cheated. These people cheated. Whatever. Whoever. Uh, fucking Katie Hobbs cheated. Right. All right. Trump was cheated. That When people say that, they're like, why won't they look into it? Well, the reason they don't look into it or look into it as a headline, not for real, is because these people, how the fuck do you think Mitch McConnell continues to remain in office? Mm-hmm. The guy is a fucking vegetable. He's Kermit the fucking frog, bro, personified in human being. He looks like the fucking turtle from, uh, what's that movie? Where the, yes, from Finding he Nemo, does, bro. Oh man, but see, I fucking love that turtle, man. Well, he looks just like him. Just ruined that for well, me. <laughs> we're, this guy appeals to nobody, right? But he s- continues to win. How does Kevin McCarthy win his fucking shit in California? And they they announce him, Newsom, um. Uh, Maxine Water, all the election results within one hour of the poll closing in California. Mm-hmm. I'm so fucking sure, bro. They're all using the same techniques to remain in power. Why? Because it works. Because it works. It's a fuck. It's all a fucking huge scam. This is why I go back to what I said. We need a new fucking plan. Yeah. We need a new fucking system. What's even crazier, bro? This follow-up headline. Uh, Democrats silent on returning millions in donations from SBF. They don't care. They're not like they don't care, you know, but, you know, so so his charges, you got conspiracy to commit wire fraud, wire fraud on customers, conspiracy to commit wire fraud on lenders, wire fraud on lenders. I mean, like, are we confident that anything's going to come out of this when we know that who's who, well, they're who gonna, he's tied they're gonna into? They're going to put this. How old is he? Twenty five. Something like that. Thirty. I thought. Oh, is he? He's thirty now. They're going to put this dude. In prison, probably for the rest of his life, if he doesn't get killed in fucking Bohemian jail mm-hmm. okay? by maggots. <laughs> Hold on, a real talk. They're leaving him in jail till February. I think there's a high likelihood that he will never get out of that jail. Hmm. That's just my opinion. Alive. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, yeah 30, he's thirty. Whatever. He's a young dude. They, this dude. This dude. 
was wined and dined and had his fucking ass kissed by all these powerful people. He did all the shit that they asked him to do, thinking that he would be in the club, not knowing that they would just flush him down the fucking toilet when they're done with him. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly what they're going to yeah. do. Yeah, and they do that with anybody. And how about that timing, right? Like, he's supposed to be testifying at a, in a Senate hearing today, right? And then, you know, just so happened to get arrested the day before. Brother, they're... they're and I love how Maxine Waters is like trying to pretend like she's taking the lead on this investigation. Mm-hmm. The fuck out of here. You f- how the fuck do you stay in office, lady? You use the same shit they use. You steal exactly. our money just like they steal it. You manipulate your fucking election just like, they, just like everybody else. It's crazy, man. I, I don't believe that our elections at all, at all. Yeah. And, and, and these places were continue, were, they don't need to fucking corrupt every single city. They only need the key cities that it continues to happen in or the key mm-hmm. places. Where does it happen? Let's call them swings. Hold on. It happens in fucking Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. It happens in fucking New York. Mm-hmm. It happens in fucking uh, Detroit. It happens in fucking Phoenix. It happens in California. And it happens in fucking Atlanta. Yep. And they, they are able to maintain power by manipulating those specific election areas. And they've done it for fucking years. Where's the proof? I don't know. Why don't we go look at how Katie Hobbs just got fucking elected when she oversaw her own election mm-hmm. and Carrie Lake had 30,000, 20,000, 15,000 people at every single fucking event she did for a fucking year and a half. Katie Hobbs didn't even campaign. She wouldn't even debate. Now you tell me how the fuck that happens. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't believe we can vote our way out of this. No, I don't fuck. think there's a political solution. Because if we could, bro, it already would have happened. No, there's not a political solution because, dude, the, the system needs to be wrecked and rebuilt. Yeah. They're wrecking it right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, here, here's a couple of more dots for you, man. Our, our third and final headline, guys. Headline number three. Uh, a couple more dots. This headline reads, exclusive. And by the way, this is a Yahoo fucking news report, okay? Exclusive. An Intel analyst tried to prevent the J6 attack, but DHS failed to act. Hmm. This, this is crazy. Insane. So the article reads, on December 20th okay, of 2020, a 21-year-old intelligence analyst went online to search for local Washington, D.C. fishing holes and stumbled upon the blueprint of a plot to storm the Capitol and execute members of Congress and law enforcement officers to prevent the certification of electoral votes to make Joe Biden the next president. Okay. The domestic terrorism anal- uh, analyst with the Department of Homeland Security saw a link to a website where people, quote, actively at the moment were discussing the commission of acts of terroristic violence. Yeah. It's all the FBI agents talking to each other. Right. Um, and terroristic violence and the violent overthrow of the government of the United States, according to the analyst's written account later provided to investigators, right? Uh, there, the analyst, quote, witnessed upwards of 500 pages worth of potential threats to national security, including people urging others and discussing how to smuggle illegal weapons into the nation's capital to avoid detection by law enforcement, all of this stuff, right? Um, and he says, quote, like so many Americans, I watched the events on J6 2021 transpire, shocked scared and horrified but for me there was a deeper connection to the event i was one of the dhs intelligence officials charged with trying to prevent that day's violence um that he sent so they put a 21 year old kid in charge of our charge of preventing the violence makes perfect sense makes perfect sense right um but the problem is is that he wrote this letter um and yahoo news got the unredacted letter uh the, the unredacted version of this letter and it was sent to the inspector general um, investigative report documenting the analysis efforts and dozens of credible threats the DHS uh, saw, but did not act on it. Well, yeah, you know why? Yeah, I know exactly why, Andy. It's because leaked documents indicate over 300 members of far-right paramilitary oath keepers may be current or former DHS employees. Is that, could that be why? It's fucking insane. Explain what that means. This means that the, so the DHS, this analyst, this fucking 21-year-old kid saw that this stuff was happening, sent it up to the inspector, inspector general. They did not act on it. Why could they not act on it? Because they had informants and they had embedded current and former DHS 
officials embedded into these group chats and websites that are stoking the flames of this shit. So, of course, they're not going to do anything about it because they're running the it's fucking operation. Out. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. And like these fucking agencies, all of them need to go. They're completely, they're, they're, com- they and of course, go. the DHS didn't immediately respond to request for comment. No, no shit, because they're caught. Of course, they're caught. And do like, you really think, do you really think if I started a website that, that I started getting on there and saying, here's how we're going to fucking overthrow the government and this and that, do you, First of all, do you really think anybody who, who intends to do that is that fucking stupid? Right. Do you really think that they're fucking putting it on the internet for people to fucking read or talking about it through text or even WhatsApp or any of this shit? That's not how the fuck it happens. They know where this shit happens. That's why they close the bars. <clears throat> That's where this no shit, shit happens. Because seeds of revolution were sown in tavers. All this shit is just manufactured shit. And the craziest part about it is that like, you know, how they're trying to spin up and fix the narrative as the shit's coming out. So like this is a uh, a Rolling Stones article. Um, hundreds of Oath Keepers have worked for the federal government. And they're trying to spin it as if like these are just former employees. Disgruntled, yes. Pissed off at the fucking agency. And current, the word current, which is in the report, is nowhere to be found in this article. Um, or you go to other websites and all they can want to talk about is how the main Oath Keeper founder, you know, pled guilty uh, to the sedition, uh, seditious conspiracy, right? Or, you know, CNN, you search it, nothing will even fucking come up. What, what do they do with that guy? Nobody even knows. Nobody. So, 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 I don't even know what to say, man. <laughs> like, I really don't. Like, it should be very obvious what these people are doing. That's I'm, why I continue to say over and over and over again, no violence, mm-hmm. no violence, no violence, no violence, no violence. Because what they're trying to do is instigate violence. They're ready for it. Why are they trying to instigate violence? So they can have a reason to come confiscate our fucking weapons. The only reason that we are still even as free as we fucking are is because of 2A, period. Mm -hmm. Okay, so they're trying to incite enough people into violence to where it makes sense to go get people's guns. But it's not working because gun sales are at the highest they've ever been. And do you know who the biggest new gun customers are black inner city people mm-hmm. who are typically part of the Democrats. You know, the second biggest category is people who vote Democrat. Mm-hmm. People are starting to recognize what's happening here. Yeah. Which is a great thing. Now it's interesting. We're looking at this picture of January 6th. It's interesting. Now that crowd went on for fucking miles, miles, Okay, we talked, Ian, Ian fucking talked about it on the show uh, yeah, last Saturday. There. Yeah. How many people can Joe Biden get to an event? He can't even get that many people. He can't get fucking 10. He, he can't, the people who go there are all part of his team or part of the fucking. They're, they're staffers, they're low-level yes. interns, they're fucking. Like, dude, the numbers have been manipulated so heavily to make people feel like if you're a patriotic American that you're alone, yet. These real world scenarios do not show that. When we see Donald Trump do a, a rally, there's a hundred fucking thousand people that show up to the rally. Okay. Do you know why Donald Trump continues to do rallies? Yeah. because It's not because he wants to do the rally. He's exposing. It's he's trying to yeah. show you what the numbers really are. Mm-hmm. Twitter and all the other social platforms, like I've been saying, and there's proof now are suppressing the actual visibility of what the true numbers are in the world. And as I've been saying for a number of years now, we get peaks at this through people's polls. Like when Yahoo did a poll in the height of the pandemic that said, would you be less likely to support a restaurant that imposed vaccine identification going in? 80% 80% of the people said they would not go to those restaurants. 20% said they would. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is on Yahoo, a place that had pushed this shit. As Which hard. is why I was surprised to even see this fucking article come out because it, it's a report that was done by Yahoo. Well, but, yeah, I think, a lot, like I said, the wind's blowing a different direction yeah. now. So you're going to see a lot of people try to uh, remove their culpability and their liability for what they've done over the last mm-hmm. fucking 10, not, not three years, 
10 years Minimum. of pushing this progressive shit, okay, these people are realizing, oh shit, this might not go the way that we fucking thought it was going to go. And then I can tell you right now, just for anybody wondering, it's not going to go the way that they mm -hmm. want it to go. If everybody would fucking remember who the fuck you are and where the fuck you come from and what the fuck we do here in this country and just start being proud to be a motherfucking American and give a finger to everybody who doesn't fucking like it, this thing would change in one fucking day. Yeah. Not only is it okay to be fucking patriotic. It's You're supposed to be. It's necessary. It's absolutely fucking necessary. So... <clears throat> Well, guys, that was our three. It's on to our final segment of the show. We have thumbs up or dumb as fuck. Okay. Is that catchy? That's a little better. I, you know, I, it's better than the other one you were doing. Dope or no? Yeah. I'll try it, guys. Sorry. Uh, our headline reads, 12-year-old football player with tattoo, facial hair, sends social media into tailspin. Have you seen this? No. Okay. So... Jeremiah Johnson, a 12-year-old running back from Fort Worth, Texas, has the internet dumbfounded over his size and maturity. The athlete became a viral sensation after a photo of him uh, sporting what appeared to be facial hair and tattoos surfaced on social media following the 2022 Youth National Championships over the weekend in Miami, where he was crowned most valuable player. Johnson, who's Dallas Dragons Elite Academy, or DA. Uh, team won the championship game, uh, can be seen holding the trophy that reads 12U Division uh, 1 Most Valuable Player. Here's a quick video of Jeremiah Johnson with, I guess, a spectator uh, talking to him. Boy, that boy 12. That him on, is that him on the right? Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of people have been like, talking about it. Uh, Miami Dolphins receiver Tyreek Hill tweeted, quote, if that 12-year-old really 12, my son not playing football, these kids built different. <laughs> Other people on social media are speculating Johnson's age with one person writing, all right, one, Jeremiah Johnson is one of the most common names out there. Two, the mustache. Three, the locks with the pushback hairline. Now I'm going to say 22. I can be convinced on the 17 to 21, but 12, hell no. Uh, one person tweeted, quote, ain't no fucking way this person 12, while another added, Quote, I demand Jeremiah Johnson's birth certificate and not the I am 12 kind from bench warmers. So like this kind here. So, <laughs> they're saying he's 12. He's, uh, he's 5 foot 11, 198 pounds, according to a Twitter account, belonging to the youngster. Uh, it also states that he's eligible for college in 2027. So. Um, Shayna Evans, who's believed to be Johnson's mom, took to Facebook to share a photo of him writing on Friday, check my baby out, um, balling out at Nationals. So this is him here. Well, I mean, dude, real talk. I was bigger than that when I was 12. At 12? I, yeah. Fuck yeah, I was. With I mustache was, though? I, With yeah, a, fuck yeah, bro. I was six one two fucking 30 at 12 years old. At tw that's fucking insane. Yeah. I haven't changed much. Like I've, I grew that fast. That's yeah. how, that's what size I was. I was also a fucking pretty good athlete for that reason. Hmm. I was bigger and stronger and faster than most people. Okay? Yeah. You guys want to see a real freak of nature? <laughs> for real? Yeah. <laughs> Go fucking check out this kid on Instagram, um, the son of a really good friend of mine, Chad Nichols. His name is Morgan Nichols. His Instagram is raising underscore mayhem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go watch that kid. He's strong as fuck, Now too. let's talk about a freak athlete. Yeah. This kid is like fucking... 13, but he's mm -hmm. like one year older than this dude. I don't know. He might be 14 now. I think he's a sophomore in high school. This dude benches fucking over 500 fucking pounds, bro. He's a fucking beast. Yeah. Like, dude, I'm a grown ass man <laughs> and I wouldn't want to fucking tackle this motherfucker. And he's playing fucking high school football, kicking everybody's ass. So like, dude, honest, real talk. Like, I don't think this is that big of a deal. Hmm. Like, I don't see that as an abnormality. Well, they're saying this was him two years ago when he was 10. Yeah, he looks the same. That looks like him. It looks, looks like, like he him. He hit a gross, gross spurt. I, I'm just saying, dude, that's it's, believable. It's possible. Listen, yeah. man, most of these people on the internet have never competed. Hmm. They've never played high-level organized sports. I did. Okay? I played all the club sports. I played all the fucking highest-level shit growing up. This, this is real. This, yeah. this guy's fucking 12. I could tell from looking at him. Like, you guys all think, I've played against motherfuckers like this. There was this guy in high school that we played against. His name was Ernest Blackwell, bro. Mm -hmm. Ernest Blackwell was 6'4", 2 fucking 40, fucking shredded, bro. 
first three plays of the game when he played us, guess what? 80 yards for a touchdown. He sat down the rest of the fucking game. <laughs> there's, there's people out there that are freak fucking athletes, yeah. and they mature very quickly. And like this kid, honestly, like for a 12-year-old, I've seen more developed physically athletes at 12 years old than this guy. Now, he's impressive. Yeah. I'm just saying it ain't the fucking biggest, baddest I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And I think we have a bunch of soft parents out there that, you know, have never competed. They don't understand what fucking sports are about. They don't understand that, like, this is a reality. And, and these are the same people that argue that this motherfucker can change his name to fucking Amy and go play against fucking girls. Yeah, no shit. So, like, well, you know, I think this, this, think this is his dad. So, I mean, it makes sense. His dad's a big fucking, fucking dude, dude, man. And if that's him at 10, he already has a mustache. Yeah, I, I, I can see it. Yeah. I mean, bro, he's just a fucking a, a, an advanced kid. He's a specimen. Yeah. And I, you know, like these people saying, oh, you fucking, blah, blah, blah. dude, every year there's kids like this in sports. Yeah. yeah. Like it's been going on since I was playing high school sports and before. So like, you know, it's, you know, he may not ever grow again. Like, bro, Sweet. I was that size. I was that size. I was 6'1", 220 at fucking seventh and eighth grade. And then I fucking, I stayed that size all, all through high school. Yeah. And then after high school, I put on, you know, a lot more muscle. I matured. I went through another spurt. But the point is, is like, this happens all the time, bro. Yeah. Like, this is not abnormal to me. And I think parents that fucking bitch about this shit, it is what the fuck it is. Like, this is actually what makes sports fucking cool. Because you watch this motherfucker, he's probably dominant. Yeah, well, I mean, fucking got MVP. <laughs> Did he give a stat line? <laughs> no, I didn't see no stats on him. Yeah. Go see. check out Raising Mayhem, dude. Raising underscore mayhem. This dude is a fucking freak. Okay? And he's a good kid, too. And yeah. his dad's a fucking... His dad was actually one of the first customers in my business that we ever had. Oh, no shit. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. He's a... He's trained... He was a trainer for... Uh, for... Um, Ronnie Coleman and a bunch of other bot famous bodybuilders. He's very, very famous in the bodybuilding community, a, a legend, yeah. legitimately. And, uh, you know, he, he, when we first opened our store, bro, his wife, uh, Kim Shuzeski, was eight time Miss Olympia. Damn. Okay. Like, so, I mean, they're, they're a huge deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And they fucking came in our store when Chris and I first started. Like, we didn't have shit. We had fu fucking shit, bro. Like, when people used to walk in our store, they would say, bro, are you guys closing? Are you going out of business? Like, I didn't know what they meant, but now I do because we had so little product to offer yeah. and they chose to shop with us and they sent their friends in and they sent their people in. And still to this day, Chad Nichols supports us. Like, these are good fucking people. Anyway, I just want to give that shout out to that mm. family because they're a great fucking family. But if you guys want to see a fucking impressive athlete, go watch that kid. Yeah. So what, what we got in this? I think it's thumbs up. Yeah, fucking I thumbs like up, it. man. I hope, you know, but here, here you're going to get seduced by success, young man. Remember, these other kids are going to develop too. You're going to have to work. Don't get lazy. No, don't. This yeah, is nothing, yeah. bro. You're 12. Work hard. Keep working out. Keep training. Keep, you got a head start. You want to stay ahead. That's real. You know what I'm saying? A lot of kids and athletes, you know, you're good at one level and you take it for granted. You stop working. Ask my brother about that. My brother tells that story all the time, bro. He was a fucking phenomenal baseball player. When he got drafted, he thought he had made it. I made it because I got drafted. Mm -hmm. He stopped taking it as serious as he should. And he'll tell you this. I'm not telling you anything he won't say. He says this publicly all the time. But he didn't take it serious. He got injured and ended his career. And he, you know, like it took him a long time to get over that until yeah. he realized like, hey, we're going to do something, you know, that's also going to be even way more impactful and financially beneficial than what you were doing there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So uh yeah thumbs up to this dude i think it's fucking badass i love watching people i love watching dominant athletes like freak style athletes bro like i'm the guy who like you know when these guys bitch about you know hormones and sports and dudes I, hitting 70 80 home runs i'm like fuck give them more bro let's fucking i want to see i want to see you hit the ball out of the fucking stadium bro like i don't i don't like everybody else wants yeah. to see that too yeah and, and they fucking lie and they're like oh we do you we do we do like, right, you know, right. but the reality is when people are hitting fucking home runs out of the motherfucking baseball stadium, the fucking stadium is fucking packed. Mm -hmm. That's fucking real. Or, yeah. What? No, no, no. Long ball, dude, long ball gets the chicks, bro. Huh? I said the long ball gets the chicks. Yeah. A, you're too young to know this. No, no, mine, mine's still falling. Huh? Yeah, okay. <laughs> bro, that's a good point. Um, uh, what's the kid's name? 
Cecil Fielder's kid who played in the fucking major leagues for a long time. Uh, I can't remember his first name. Fielder. Big, big kid. Uh, bro, this kid hit a home run. Uh, I believe it was Cecil Fielder that did this. But he hit a home run out of Detroit fucking stadium at 11 years old. Jesus. Yeah, bro. There's freak athletes out there. I hit a home run out of a major league ballpark at fucking 11. I still got the ball. It's in my fucking office. Damn. So like there's freak athletes that now, and I'm not saying I was on that level, but I'm saying there are fucking dudes out there that are grown ass men that are playing fucking freshman level sports. You guys just aren't used to seeing high level competition. That's real. Prince Fielder. Yeah. Dude, dude was a stud. He had a great major league career. His dad, his dad hit longer home runs than anybody I've ever seen in my fucking life. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like these, these guys that people listen, if they you don't look, compete yeah. in sports, you don't fucking get it. Yeah. That's really it. Well, thumbs up on that, guys. Yeah, that's all I got. All right, don't be a hoe. Share the show. Yeah, went from sleeping on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, does a no. Headshot, case closed. Close.